Bros Podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced, as all things should be, here on a Friday night. Woo. Can I get two claps from Ric Flair? Woo! Woo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, Infinity Pro Max. You're very excited to be here. Just fatigued as heck. On a Friday night, <laughs> grateful to be here. With me is my friend Infinity Bro Zane. Zane, how are you? I am doing well. Significantly less fatigued than you, obviously. So I'm for just here sure. To, no uh, question. Bring a positive vibe to the podcast tonight. Someone has to. You will. You will be the purveyor of positivity on this show tonight. That's right. And then on the other end, we have Infinity Bro Mark. Mark, welcome. I'm happy to be back. I don't think I've been on the pod in a while for the Infinity Bros universe to tickle their, their eardrums. And I'm glad I was able to manifest a podcast tonight. <laughs> glad the three of us were able to find a way to get this bad boy done. Uh, we were strong-armed to being here specifically tonight by our mom. Um, <laughs> big debate happening in our group chat that I want to really just clear the air before we get this show going. There's a lot of tension here. I don't know if which, you're hearing it. Which group chat? Uh, all of them. All of them. Okay. Mark, you and I, uh, I'm going to play mediator. I'm not going to speak on this. Uh, you and I have a uh, pretty strong stance when it comes to holidays. And Zane also has a very strong stance. And if you listen to this show before, we all have very strong stances on a myriad of topics. And uh, Mark, you are under the impression that November 1st is the day to uh, go ahead and break out your Christmas gear, yeah. Christmas ornaments, your Christmas tree. And Zane, you are not about that zane i'd love to hear why you are not about that well i'm gonna begin now that i'm already sensing a vibe that this podcast is about to be like gang up on zane because of this opinion but it's not even an opinion no 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 way because it's accurate because christmas get it in december we still gotta get through thanksgiving guys we haven't even hit you know the end of october and halloween and y'all want to jump to christmas already no we got two holidays to get through boys buckle up and have a little patience. Whoa, how about you think about... There's not only just two. There's Zane. We gotta think about Veterans Day, too. Do you not care about our troops? Uh, is, that what I, is that the stance you're making right now? I, no, 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 no. <laughs> what are the two holidays you said we had to get through before? You got you got three to pick from, apparently. Which <laughs> no. two did you pick? Who celebrates Veterans Day? I don't know. People who have veterans in their family. Maybe people who... You know, had family members that died in the world, and apparently you don't care. No, 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 no. What are you gonna tell me? You don't like to celebrate Christ's birthday either? Veterans Day are for those still alive. Memorial Day is for those that have passed on. So, so Veterans Day, like, so we'll be able to remember Steve. celebrate my grandpa's service in World War Two. Okay, Zane, grow up. No, you you can. Unbelievable. Zane. M- Memorial Day is for those who've passed on. Veterans Day are for those who have served and are currently still with us. But it is not. A, an official big five holiday or whatever you want to call it. Right, 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 right. It's it's not part of the big five. Mark, that's like saying Stephen F. Austin should be considered part of like the national championship in regards to college football. Let's stay on the subject here. Although the bit, the bit was funny. The bit was funny. The bit was good. The bit was funny. I want to come back to Stephen F. Austin, <laughs> like out of all schools. Are they even D1, like BCS D1? I'm sorry to those that are from Stephen F. Austin that listen to this I was not expecting a Stephen F. Austin reference tonight. I was not expecting the hard Stephen F. Austin take. We just lost like 18% of our listener base. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> I sure hope not. <laughs> Mark, are you a November 1st, your stuff goes out there guy? That's what, I, just clarifying. If I could go earlier without being weird, yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm glad I married someone that was also all in. Like, if it, Yeah, Sarah's all in too. If, That's so gross. Wait, well, I'm not married to Sarah. I'm married to Kelly. I just want to get Right, right. I'm just sorry so if I implied that. It sounds, it's, it's that kind of episode. Zane, <laughs> what? Zane, what, um, what day in your opinion, is most appropriate to have Christmas ornaments and decorations out? You can go Christmas decorations and ornaments December 1st. So not even the day after Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. I I could entertain an I argument for the day I after Thanksgiving. I can't wait for you to marry but... a woman, Zane, or whoever you end up marrying, that is on our, our side. That's like... Nope. I, Halloween's I, I, done. We set up Christmas stuff, and you have no debate. No. No words like, in the Like, you manner. can't just skip over Are you really going to fight her on this, Zane? Is that a real thing I you're going to fight her on? I am going to fight her on this, because Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, and we're not just going to skip over Thanksgiving. You still put out Thanksgiving stuff. You just also have Christmas stuff. You no. double dip. Agreed. No. Completely. Christmas stuff comes out after Thanksgiving yeah. stuff. Whatever. Okay, time out, time out, time out, Zane. All right, let me talk now here. So, Mark, maybe you're going to disagree with me on this. I think Thanksgiving is the pregame to Christmas. Like, Thanksgiving is, it's bigger than Halloween, but everything's bigger than Halloween, including Veterans Day. Um, But Thanksgiving but is the, the setup for the, big, for the big show, which is Christmas, in my opinion. And for whatever reason, Zane, you have held this opinion that Thanksgiving is like the end-all be-all over Christmas, and I don't know what you're thinking. Your own discussion betrays you because you're saying it's the setup. Yes, it's the setup, but like, you don't celebrate something before the setup. Do you start? Pre- no, that's. Do, would you go? You start, pregame for it. Would you go tailgate Army Navy in July? No, you wait. If they let me. No, you would if not. If they let me, you are full of baloney, sir. If my wife wanted me to, if you ESPN better believe I'd be was out there, Zane. Advertising that that far in advance, and yes. If I go into a home, de- if I go into a Home Depot today, is there going to be Christmas stuff for me to buy? Yes, because they want people to buy it. That doesn't mean it needs to go out. We're not making an op- we're not making an argument for capitalism. All right, Zane, hold on real quick, and we're gonna get to the advertised content, people. Okay, chill the heck out. Here we go, Zane. Uh, when do you take down your Christmas decorations? Um, my family had a tradition to do it on my sister's birthday, which was January 9th. Mark, I'd say yeah, like two weeks after Christmas, whatever that might be. Yeah, I'm, like I'm leaning towards I'm father, leaning more towards mid January with Zane on this. Okay. So I'm looking for me at a November 1st to that, that's about a 3 month window. I like that. It's too much. That's a lot of Christmas and I like it's it. It's too much. I can't wait to have a house big enough where I can just have a whole room dedicated dedicated to Christmas year round. <laughs> that's disgusting. Why would you do can't that? Can't even wrap my head around Why that. Would you, Zane would Zane would vomit before he went. Why in would there. you waste a room like that? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks you. Thank you for listening to the Infinity Bros podcast. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, checking us out on Twitch, you can listen to us on Google Music, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, um, Spotify, and BuzzFeed, and uh, yeah, Podbean as well. We're on Podbean as well. We're on BuzzFeed. Uh, we can look at us. What's up? I was going to say, I didn't know we're on BuzzFeed. Did I say BuzzFeed? I meant Buzzsprout. Gosh, it's just one of those shows. We're going to edit that part out. BuzzFeed, big time. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's just like, and Isaac's holding all the cash from us. He's holding all the funds.
You know Isaac is just monitoring this right now, grading this episode. <laughs> you just know that. We have a show today. Usually I say we have a jam-packed show, but we just have a show today. It's just a show. Um, we're going to talk about a couple things uh, that I think are still going to take a lot of time off our hands, but we want to make sure that you're familiar with our rating system when we talk about specific news. So I'm going to go ahead and put the bumper for ratings right here. Here on the Infinity Bros Podcast, everything is ranked from a 0 to 6 point scale. 0 meaning horrible and 6 meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a 6, it gets an infinity step. All right, and in what is big news... <laughs> this is kind of a little bit. So if you if this is the first time you're listening to our show, we do a segment called Nerd News, which essentially we talk about the nerds, the news that is familiar and exciting to us in pop culture. And we have a little bit segment where it's kind of a rumor segment where we're kind of, you know, pontificating, thinking through the things that we're hearing and we don't have all the facts. So this is kind of a little bit of both. This comes from Screen Rant. Black Widow should release on Disney Plus, says a Disney investor. My mouse is freaking out. Let's get down to there. There you go. Disney investor Dan Loeb says the studio should release massive blockbusters like Black Widow on Disney Plus to bolster their streaming presence. Launching last year, Disney Plus has already proven to be a monumental success, recently passing 60.5 million paid subscribers. With titles like The Mandalorian, Hamilton, and more major hits, including Soul that's coming uh, in December, apparently, starring Jamie Foxx, Disney decided to make streaming their primary focus, taking full advantage of not only Disney Plus's massive audience, but also Hulu and ESPN+. One only has to look at the sheer number of Star Wars and Marvel TV shows in development to see how important Disney Plus is to the House of Mouse's future, uh, despite coming out with a new streaming strategy, Disney is not going to ditch traditional theatrical release, it says. This has been a hot topic since 2020, but uh, obviously Loeb feels opposite. Uh, here is the quote uh, that he's saying. My understanding is that the old line executives don't want to go over the top with their big tentpole movies, which is why they announced they were pushing Black Widow and other movies to 2021. I don't think they appreciate the tiger they have by the tail which is to say the value they can drive by moving into a subscription model, which has been adopted by everyone from Microsoft to Amazon. It's so value accretive. Ec never even heard that word. Accretive? 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 Sure. Yeah, that's a word. My gosh. So not only now am I getting to a point where I'm butchering names on this podcast, I'm butchering words. You're butchering the English language in general. Oh, man, you're right. This has kind of been going off and on. We've talked about this for months and on this show, particularly with COVID. We're like, and I think we're feeling this tension now where we're wondering, like, can movie theaters survive what's happening right now from months and months and months of not having service? And now we're kind of seeing the first, this is this is one of the first major things of saying, like, we need to go full Disney Plus now because that's where the finances are. I guess we'll start with the first obvious question. Is Disney going to do this, we think, by 2021? Zane, we'll start with you. I don't think so. Like, I think part of it, especially with tentpole movies, as you were saying, I think a lot of that is going to have a, a place with in the theaters. I mean, granted, we're kind of in just uh, different times right now coming through what we have with COVID and just people aren't going out. So I think you might have to uh, shift a little bit on your model of release on streaming. 
but I would personally like to see it if we get to a situation where your big movies still come out in theaters, but you can also capitalize on your streaming service on this by, you know, your movie comes out because I'll, like I enjoy a good movie theater experience. I love, especially if it's a big movie, I have no problem paying to go to the movie theater. It's an enjoyable, it's a night out, whatever. Um, but I think it'd be cool to go the subscription route in that once is it's kind of an in-between once the movie leaves theaters, you can pay whatever to get it on their subscription service before it releases on physical media. So that way you're getting it. You're still getting people to pay for the movie. You're still getting that draw to come to your streaming service. And then you're, you're getting your movie through the streaming service. Okay. That, that actually was a very well said answer. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> hmm. Mark, what about you? It's time for these boomers to step aside. Future <laughs> is now old. The man. future is now old man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm I'm in the middle. Like kind of, I could emulate what Zane said. Like, there's some truth behind that. Like, I like the going to the theater experience, but I think, I mean, what? And that's I don't know if it was the same article, but I was reading on that too. Like, <clears throat> some like stock sh- stockholders were even saying like. You know, for the future and like <clears throat> the way we're gonna probably consume media, it's probably just gonna be on streaming. So it's like, why not start? Why not be ahead of the curve? Why not? Why not Disney be the one that leads the pact on this? So I don't know. I would I much. I don't care how bad Black Widow might have been. I would have felt a lot better paying thirty bucks for that than Mulan. But give me Black Widow. I want it now. Yeah, this is interesting because I think you're both kind of right. I think, Mark, I think you're definitely right in the sense of whether people like it or not, including Disney, COVID has made the choice for everybody. Um, I think with in regards to streaming, COVID has kind of forced the hand here. I, I do not see how Disney Plus cannot double down on this service moving forward. Now, where I'm with Zane a little more is Black Widow is a very massive hit. It's It was going to make a billion dollars minimum, probably more. That's a hard number to, like, that's a hard number to not get to under this model, right? And so you're either going to have to make it so the consumer can make up that margin some way, whether that's charging them $30, $40, $50 for access, or you're going to have to go the route that Zane's talking about, like in person for those people that are cool about the COVID stuff, but also like a $30 surplus charge. I mean, what would you want that pricing to be Zane? You go through like, I, I'd be fine. Like, I mean, I wouldn't agree with for like Mulan. I I mean, I'd pay 30 to see the black widow through streaming. It's just my thing that like, I think you can't fully necessarily, move away from what you kind of have on your theaters is because to recoup the money that they're not making from these big movies and theaters, they're going to up the cost of your subscription to Disney plus. And then you're going to have your fee to, you know, your 30, 40, whatever your fee is to buy this movie right away. Because yeah, like being realistic, you're not going to hit that billion dollar benchmark just by putting it on Disney plus like, like you would in a theater. Or, like, right, currently, right now, with movies they have now, probably. But we might now see maybe a different, a change in the system where maybe movies just, co- they'll spend less money on movies, but push out more movies with this cost model. 
I could see that, but so then... like if your if your movie's costing less and you're charging this thirty bucks, you're able to recoup your money in any fashion. I don't know. So like it's it's hard to make back two hundred million dollars in this way. I think, but well, the other thing too that we're not that we're kind of not saying with this is this gets rid of the middleman of movie theaters. And to me, I don't know how Disney doesn't want to do that. But I think the reason Disney doesn't want to go full-fledged on it is because once you cross that bridge, you can't go back. And that's the other thing. My other thought, because, um, yeah, there's the middleman, but then there's also the basically double what the movie costs in advertising. And that's what adds, like, the total amount to, like, make the movie. Like, how much of that do you actually have to spend now if you're just like, hey, come to Disney+, Plus, you watch this movie, and then that's it. And you don't spend a ton of money on TV advertising. I think Disney wants to do it, and they're just holding back from kind of starting that domino effect. Say that again. How many subscribers does Disney Plus have right now? They're saying over 65 million, but I mean, again, um, Netflix has over 100 million. But if you have 65... I I think there's no question that Disney Plus in two, three years is going to be over Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because once these Disney Plus TV shows come on, there's so many people that are probably holding out right now, waiting for like WandaVision and Loki and all those shows to come out. Well, Max, here, here's here's a number for you. If all 65 million people purchase that movie for 30 bucks, they just made $1.95 billion. Right, and that's a huge question, would that happen? I think it's very fair to say at least a quarter of them are going to do it. Well, I wonder Sorry, uh, it uh, for the subscribers though. Is that per everyone who's in, or is that per actual like users? So, like me personally, like per I have, user, I have my subscription, but I have six oh, no, people sub- that you know, use it's per mine. subscription. It's per subscription. So is it just one, or is it counting? So you those? just be one. You okay. just be one. So it's probably families. It's families, right? So that's sixty point five million different subscriptions with probably two to. 12 people on each, right? So even at, at a quarter of that, you're still making f- over $487 million at $30. Yeah, that's that's. but the return on investment would not be good with a movie like Black Widow. <laughs> that right? depends on what your what your cost analysis was and then what you're expecting. Their cost was somewhere between one and $200 million. So you're still making $200 million off of right, that. Right, but that's not what they're used to. They're used to making a billion plus. Well, maybe, maybe you know, these, these companies can't be so hardcore capitalistic anymore. It's got to be okay making a couple a couple hundred million schmeckles over, you know, a billion right. you're, schmeckles. You're I making mean, a joke, but you're actually kind of making a great point, too, of, like, what economically do you want to do? Do you want to wait another year and sit on that hundred $200 million deficit you just put yourself in. Cause yeah, on top of that, if you don't put that out now and like you get a, you're hoping for a big, huge reaction to make a ton of money versus like, Hey, what if you made a cool $500 million and then people yeah. are like, give me more of this. So you make a sequel and you maybe spend a little bit less or the same amount. You make another 500 million versus like, what if you waited and you're like, Oh, I'm going to get a billion dollars. And then you, you bombed. And then, no one really liked it, and then you're just out of that money. Could we be seeing, really, the true transition of the MCU going to TV shows? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's an honest question. If theaters if theaters die, that's an honest question. Well, I think they're still going to have it set up that you're, you're going to see the surgence of you have kind of what you have established as your TV show, but just for the aspect of storytelling, like you're never going to fully move away from movies and what you can tell in a movie. 
So yeah, what's what what the MCU has been able to leverage is the the fact that it's a movie. When they if you're out. telling me like instead of just these one off movies, I get like a ten episode series on all these, give me that, and then you pump it full of more other extra stuff. Oh, I'm all in. Right. I don't need twenty four episode seasons. Give me an eight to ten series, and I'm good. Yeah. What is the top that. end dollar you're willing to pay for Black Widow? Thirty bucks to watch it to watch it they, right now. They is did it hundred dollars. Nope, it's thirty dollars. I'd thirty. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So you're telling me if they told you you could watch it now for fifty dollars, you wouldn't do no. that? No, probably not. Maybe I would do it for fifty. I wouldn't do it for fifty because I wouldn't even spend fifty in a movie theater. I would do it for fifty because me and my wife would basically be fifty. How much popcorn do you guys buy? <laughs> Dang, bro. <laughs> You go to one of those fancy like cake eater theaters where you like. Well, say we go to a normal night movie at like fifteen dollars. That's thirty dollars. Sarah wants a popcorn. That's ten bucks. I get a drink. That's like seven eight bucks. I mean, that's forty eight bucks. Does right your there. wife not own a purse to like put snacks and drinks in? <laughs> yeah, she's smuggling a drink in. I just said that. Can't you just tell Sarah to that she can live without her popcorn for two hours? I'm just saying, I don't think $50 is crazy. I know the joke you guys are making is funny. Ha, ha, ha. The point I'm saying is, is, and the bit is good. The bit's good. Don't get me wrong. The, I'm saying, I don't think $50 is a crazy number Right, but what? Widow. But what you're also saying of like, when you put that into an aspect of your night out of spending 50 bucks, so much of that too is what you're spending in your concessions. So you're telling me that you're going to spend 50 bucks to buy this movie and then, okay, well, okay, so you're going to buy food to watch this movie, anything else. So you're still going over. So 30 bucks is 15 bucks a ticket. That's what you, that's what you spend. Yeah, but you still got to buy the food. 50 bucks is now making on top of the subscription. Now you're really asking your consumers on both, you know, lower economic, you know, subscribers to higher economic where it's now this movie's you're kind of catering to the people who have a higher, like, who have more money, more disposable I, I, I'm income. Not, I'm not trying to be thirty the, bucks the is kind MCU of... fanboy right now. I'm trying. What I'm trying to say is, there's a huge difference between Mulan and and Black Widow. There's a huge difference. Now I'd love to know, like, you know, that price point that is like where you're going to get the most money out of. Like, obviously, you can't do too cheap, but I think fifty bucks is too high. Like maybe at most, and like this is only I'm only five dollars more. Thirty five, I think, is the highest you could do with Black Widow because I think at that I forty think so mark, too. you're you're kind of peeking over where some people are going to make that. Who are you know lukewarm MCU fans or lukewarm moviegoers are going to be like, well, it's not really worth it for me. I'll just wait four months when it's on the streaming service. Or that, is that point. the other thing? Like if we do these, you can buy it on the streaming service. You you know like Mulan, you bought it, so it's always on there if you have the subscription. But then it says, you know, it's going to be out in December. Do they just wait a whole year before they put it on this on the service? I don't think they should. I think they should say you have to buy it to have access to it to really push that point. Yeah, you ha- you can buy it. It's on your service, but it won't be put out until like two years later because they want probably to put out DVDs and Blu-rays. Have you buy that or buy it digitally if you're not a no, Di- I, I, I agree. Better. I'm just saying I I think I think Disney has people when it comes to the MCU and the Mandalorian circling back to the whole thing if they go down this route it's going to change how you know how everything yeah like how we get the movie how long we have to wait for it to come on blu-ray or dvd and how it's put out that way like does it not does it take a little bit longer so they want to stretch out how much money they can make throughout the whole year versus you know doing six months and then end of the year around christmas time they put out the dvd or they're gonna be like well we're gonna hold on to it for a whole year so if you want to watch it you got to come to our service and buy it for 35 bucks 
Well, it's amazing because 18 months ago, Mark, if we would have said the most historical movie is probably going to be Endgame, it might not be. Black Widow might be the most historical movie because of what we're talking about. More more long-term effects than what it does for the movie industry if they do put it out there. For real, because I, I think with Mulan, I think a lot of people paid $30 for Mulan. Oh, yeah. I don't have sure a number to sure I don't have a number to support that because they don't give it to us. But the reason I feel that way is because of the timing. Because nobody was doing well, this, anything well, this anyway. This is what we got to do. We some of us has got to buy some stock at Disney so when we get these so so for this information we can see like hey, how much did Mulan you know, how much money did we make on Mulan? Just get one share for like 150 bucks, we're good. Yeah. I'm sure we have access to it. I just don't know what they are. I know the one thing too that we haven't totally breached on on that too. Uh, say, let's say it goes digital. Say you, you know you buy it, you're thirty bucks digital, whatever that logistics of it. I think the other side of now what you're looking at is what does this affect your money of the physical media now when it comes out? Because if you have it digitally, why would you buy the physical copy? So would that drive physical copy sales down? So then they're losing money there. But that's assuming that everyone's a Disney Plus subscriber and purchased the movie. Because what if? Because then my thought would be like, if it's thirty five bucks on the streaming service, I like if I want to purchase it myself, it better be like twenty bucks or less. So it might push that to be lower, or there might be a price point there. It's like, well, you know, only so and so many subscribers are at Disney, so right. We just but keep so the same price. let's say for example, like for me, like I said, I have five, six, whatever the amount of people on my account that I'm using. Let's say Black Widow comes out, I buy it for thirty dollars. Now. Anyone using my account can access that movie. So now instead of, you know, potential five other people buying the physical copy of that, they're just going to buy, you know, go off of me who bought it. So now you're only making one sale of that movie instead of potentially five. These are all risks that they'll have to take in and analyze and see. If I, think Disney's gonna gonna be I, I think Disney's going to do it. I think Disney's going to do it because this COVID stuff ain't going away till till late next year. You mean after the election? this is this might be the biggest dc news i've heard in a long time um michael b this is coming from hollywood reporter michael b jordan to produce dc movie static shock michael b jordan is boarding warner brothers and dc's status shock as a producer jordan will join reginald hudlin on the feature project that was first revealed during august's dc fandom event he will produce via Outlier Society his Warner-based banner. Uh, the move jolts the project. Oh, they did another pun. Gosh, we had this problem last week, Zane. Love it. We had this with Electro. Are you really shocked by that, Max? Shut up, Mark. I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> Giving the cult movie some firepower as it goes into active development. I'm proud to be part of a, building a new universe centered around black superheroes. Our community deserves that, said Jordan in a statement to The Hollywood Reporter. Outlier Society is committed to bringing to life diverse comic book content across all platforms, and we are excited to partner with Reggie and Warner on Warner Bros. on this initial step. Uh, first off, guys, will you give your rating of Static Shock when you watched it as you were a kid? Zane? Uh, I never watched it as a kid. Oh, so three out of six. Mark? Yep. I'm in the same boat. I never watched it either. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm the only one that knows about this. Okay, fine. Six out of six. This is a great show. I loved this show as a kid, and uh, I... Couldn't be more thrilled that this is happening. Maybe I'm just the only one excited, but from somebody on the outside looking in, what are your thoughts on this? Zane, we'll start with you. Uh, like it, as someone who just doesn't like know that much about it, like it seems 
it seems like a good idea. It seems like they're getting a good setup going with some of Michael B. Jordan seems like a smart idea. I don't know what his, you know, directing or what his influence or what he's his, just producing, or just it. producing my right. Bad. So um, I, who knows what his level of involvement right. will be past that. But I mean, like you're getting, you get people to get excited about something. You bring in, you know, fresh new faces. Like, I mean, I, like I said, I, I don't know much about Static Shock, but it's also not like I'm sitting here like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Like, you you got someone like Michael B. Jordan who can be vocal on stuff, and as long as they're letting him influence things, like, I think he can pick a good cast. He can, you know, have a positive voice over this. So, you know, I, I'll i watch this with interest to see what becomes of this. Hmm. Mark? I think it'll be good. Michael B. Jordan does some good stuff. I'll bet he has some good fresh ideas, and I'm sure the Static Shock movie will be a pretty good superhero social commentary movie, because that's kind of the way things are going with movies these days. But, I mean, Static Shock as a character, I like. I just never really got into... I almost wonder if they need if they don't need to do it for this. Like, the show had commentary on a myriad of subjects in regards to... I, I think, you know, kind of the elephant in the room on this story. However, Static on his own with Gear, his teammate, really stood alone. And, I mean, they have Justice League tie-over episodes. They have Batman tie-over episodes, Batman Beyond episodes. There's Batman Justice – forgive me, my cat's meowing in the background. There's Batman Justice League Unlimited episodes where future Static – he's just known as Static um, – is in the picture – so I I think I'm excited about this. I'm really excited because it's Michael B. Jordan. I think that's what's giving me six out of six on this subject is Michael B. Jordan is one of the best actors, in my opinion, working today. Um, and his work in particular on Black Panther was remarkable. He, outside of Thanos, is the best villain in the MCU, probably, Um and I mean, Mark, you're looking at me weird like that, but like his portrayal is up there, right? I mean, outside of Thanos, he's probably one of the best villains in the MCU. I, I would love to have that argument, maybe, but I'm saying, maybe from a perspective of acting, Michael B. Jordan really does a great job. And so, I like the projects he's done. He's done a lot of projects. I love him in Creed. I think I, I just adore his work at Creed. I think this is a great move, and I think Static Shock would be a great welcomed addition to the DC universe. And my goodness, they'll finally be able to have a hero that can crack jokes that's not a kid. I mean, Static's a kid, but he he's not like a, a, a middle school kid like in Shazam, you know. He's not a late elementary middle school kid. He's a teenager, and we'll get to walk through it. It'll be kind of, I would say, a parallel to a Spider-Man is what I would say um, for DC. And I think this is a really, really big, big get for them. And really big star power, but I, I don't know. I, I'm saying I'm shocked you didn't watch those as a kid. No, yeah, because you watched was... Batman the Animated Series, Mark. You watched that. Yeah, I watched pretty much everything under the sun. Just never got to Static Shock, I guess. That's crazy to me. But see, like I've read comics with him and other stuff. Like I've, I know his history, but it's just like I never got to the show itself. Now I'm gonna go watch it because I was looking at Phil Lamar's the voice of Static Shock. Yeah, you didn't know that. And James Marsden's in it? Yes. Gosh, what have I been missing? <laughs> oh, and, and, Kevin Michael Richardson, who does the voice of the Joker, I think, in The Brave and the Bold. We have some quasi-breaking news. Whoa. 
I wouldn't call it like crazy breaking news, but it's a good parallel for us to hear your guys' thoughts on what we talked about last episode. So this comes from the direct. I'm going to call this a little bit slash news piece again. Um, probably closer to a little bit. So if you guys want to say a little bit, go for it. Little bit. Okay, continue. Mark? I already did. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to talk. I thought I was going to talk and you were going to say a little bit when I was talking. So that's why I waited. There, that's what I'm looking for. Tom Holland's Spider-Man 3. Sony confirms there will be a first look at the Marvel film later this year. That's that's like in a few months. That would be in the next 60 days is what they're implying. Who's starring in later this year? What if what if there's teaser? It doesn't even show Tom Holland. It's just Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire with a thumbs up. Drifting like, we're the, in it. Drifting through the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. The film, which is still entitled, is set to feature Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, as well as a version of Doctor of, of Jamie Foxx's Electro from the non-MCU The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Rumors are also swirling around about Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, what if they um, bring Kirsten Dunst, but they remain unsubstantiated. I nailed that word. I nailed that word. I'm proud of you. Thank you. At the Expo Cine Convention in Brazil, which was virtually held this year, a representative for Sony was on hand to discuss the studio's opening upcoming okay. film slate, okay. including its most anticipated Spider-Marvel flick starring Tom Holland. Um, so first question is, what do you want to see in this first look from Spider-Man Three? Zane, go. With, we'll go with you. It's just enough of a teaser, just enough to kind of get me excited. Like I don't want to see too much. Just enough to get the wheels turning, to get people excited. Like, you know, give me that look of Spider-Man. Kind of give me that, maybe another look at J.J., J. Jonah Jameson, just because we need that. Like, All just, versions of him? Yeah, whatever. And, like, just just enough that it gets you excited and interested, but not so much that you're like, oh, here's, we're showing our entire hand. So you want to you be teased. I love a good tease, yes. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> We're going to have gotten Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man Homecoming, and this third untitled Spider-Man, and all their trailers before we got Black Adam, which was announced prior to all these movies. Yeah, because it's difference of Marvel and DC. Marvel actually knows how to make product and put it out, and they're not you know, all flash, no substance. So I know I just wanted to give you an opportunity to say all flash, no substance. <laughs> That's all. Alley -oop. I, I just, I, yeah, it was just a big old loop. Um, Mark, I'm going to go next on this. Cause I'm going to have a follow-up question after you answer this. Uh, I don't know if I even believe this. I still feel like this is like too good to be true in terms of little bits. However, I do know they've been, they have been filming. So if they can edit something together, but Man, I am so fascinated to see what they're doing with this MCU. Like, I, I'm so... I would have never thought... This was a big question I asked for years to both of you guys. I was like, what are you going to do after Endgame? Because Endgame feels like it cannot be topped. And somehow they're keeping our interest, and they're they're keeping me very invested and interested, which I'm excited about. Mark, what about you with this subject? Endgame or just this? I'm rumors? sorry. In regards to this <laughs> news that you're... Or this little bit. Little bit. I'm all for it. I, I was just thinking about it when you're, you know, when you guys are talking. You know, you know how cheap you could make this teaser for? 
you just take old footage of all these characters, you roll it up into one and make it look like it's all part of a series, and at the end you just have Doctor Strange look shocked. Like, oh! And then Spider-Man 3 into the, you know, Welcome to the Spider-Verse or whatever crap you'd want to put on there. Like, you don't even need to actually make new footage. You literally could just warp everything together. Use, like, the OG Spider-Man 3 logo. And then just make it disappear in, like, a Doctor Strange portal. We talked about this last episode. Um, Isaac and I talked about, like, kind of all this news with Benedict Cumberbatch and Jamie Foxx. This is a, this is a really big piece of news, though. Do you guys want a Spider-Verse movie? And do you think that's what the direction they're going, Zane? Uh, yes, I want it. And... Yeah, it'd be cool to see, and I think... No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. The The second question is, do you think they're doing that? Yes. Okay, got it. I hope they put Tom Hardy in this, too, so then you have to go Ooh. watch Venom. Yes. If you're going to if you're gonna pull Jamie Foxx, the other two Spider-Men that have played live-action Spider-Men, bringing back... Those are, those are I, rumors. I, those are little me, bits that they've been pulling them. Bringing in Kirsten Dunst. And like, let's just throw in, um, what's her name? The one who played Gwen Stacy in the Amazing Spider-Man. Bring in Emma Stone. You have, you have, you have, you have two versions. I don't You're care. It's do in the Spider-Verse. She can be alive in a She's different universe. Dead. That's how that works, Zane. Welcome to the MCU. I know it's a little tough that DC did it first, but I'm just letting you know. That's how it works. Um, oh. And I, and I hope they do. And then you you tease a little Willem Dafoe for me. If you bring that in, oh my gosh, Ugh. give that. I'll pay fifty bucks for that if you're gonna put that on the on the Disney Plus, even though it's a Sony picture. But you know, Zane is Tom Hardy in this movie. Oh my gosh, you guys are all in on this. I don't think he is right now. I don't think he's in it right now. No, I I legitimately don't think Marvel. I mean, we had it. Dis- sorry, sorry. <laughs> The last Tom Hardy movie I've watched was Warrior. I love I love Warrior. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, so the next question is, just push that to the side. <laughs> I'm just getting ignore- I'm ignoring you. I'm actively ignoring you. Is uh, are Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in this movie? This movie? What else are they doing right now? They need money. That I agree with. That's the part that like I would say Andrew Garfield kind of is an upper echelon actor. Like after he did after he did the Spider Man movies, he did a lot of good projects. In particular, I love Silence. That was a, a remarkable shot. And, and I know Zane, you and I really like uh, um, Hacksaw Hacksaw Ridge. Thank you. We really like Hacksaw Ridge, which I believe he won an Oscar for. Um, so the point I'm saying is is Tobey Maguire definitely isn't doing anything else. I don't know what Andrew Garfield's doing. That would be the one that I'm a little interested to see. So then the real question, this is where Isaac and I were talking, and do we think that Miles Morales will be in this movie as the Spider-Verse version or a new MCU version? Well, you don't have either version of him, so like, would any introduction of him be the MCU version? I would prefer they use the version from the cartoon. That's the that's the pitch I made last week. So you're saying that you, think, hang on, hang on. I, 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 I gotta jump into this. You're good. So you're saying in all these Spider-Men, you want the animated version to be amongst the live action versions? I don't care <laughs> if he transitions into live action for the now, sake of the Because now, now, I want Spider-Ham as well. 
<laughs> oh, you were like, you were like, I'm gonna take it a step further. That's what you were doing. You were like, I'm going with you. But if we're me, if we're gonna cross, if we're gonna go do this deeper. like Roger Rabbit and have just live action and cartoons and animation, <laughs> yes. I was just making have a pitch it. last episode for. I was really put, and I still am for. I want Shamik Moore. I think Shamik Moore has earned the right to do it, and yeah, I I just think Shamik Moore is is a great Spider Man that people don't give enough credit for. I just don't think we're at the right time right now for to bring in. I guess time not the right, but like I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying because we have Tom Holland already as kind of your young Spider Man. Kind of he's in that age frame right now of where my of what we know of Miles Morales to be. So to bring Miles Morales in on that, like you're basically bringing in another Tom Holland. See, and that for and me is Zane, that, where I think it'd be cool if he was an adult and, and they flipped it on its head. To flip it. I could, that would be interesting. That'd be fun. It'd I be different. It'd be totally MCU to do. Yeah, so you're saying age up Tom Holland, make him older. No, bring in Miles Morales as an adult. Oh, then make him Donald Glover, right? That well, that, Ooh, Donald yeah, Glover be... is currently his uncle. In is 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 his yeah. Uncle okay, in... hey Max, I want to back up again because I had to tell Zane this. So you know this thing called the multiverse. Like he could exist as Miles Morales <laughs> in a different universe. I I know DC did it first, but MCU is about to do it better. So just get with it. Buy in. Be part of the collective. <laughs> You're right. You're so right. Isaac, that was so hard for Isaac last week. If you listen to if you listen to this episode, he like couldn't wrap his head around like a cartoon Spider-Man being in this movie, and I was like, dude, it's Doctor Strange. Like, dude went on an acid trip. Like, there's nothing off the table for this movie. Isaac probably hates Space Jam. Then, oh my gosh, it was like I was like, if Doctor Strange and and or Wanda is in this, anything, literally anything can happen. Because you can totally mess with reality. Yeah, and, and it would make complete sense in the context of the story would probably work. So, no, I, right. I'm interested to see how this, this movie plays out. This this is like the MCU is going some weird, crazy directions, man. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, did you guys get a chance to watch the Monster Hunter trailer starring Mia Jokovic? Jovovich? Jovovich. Yes. I did. I, I did. said the tennis player's name. Yes, that's did. how bad I am at names. <laughs> I am so bad at Love names. It. Like it's it's not even like one genre of name. Do you think if you had a mustache, you'd be able to pronounce names better? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do think if I had a mustache, I'd pronounce names better. Same. <laughs> uh, would you, Zane? Did you watch this trailer? What'd you think of the rating of it? What'd you give a rating of it? You know, I'll give it a I'll give it a four out of six. Like it, it showed me enough. Like I was interested. Like how they're going to kind of set stuff up to go into the whole, the monster hunt, like the world of it. And we kind of saw that it's kind of a weird, like the whole, you know, military going through a portal type thing. Um, but it makes sense. Like, um, I know there's some in our group that aren't as, <laughs> aren't thrilled with this, but like looking at it on a movie and just knowing, okay, a lot of video game adaptation, I can't even say the word adaptations so i'm uh, getting you... ripped for my names but you're not going to get ripped for adaptations uh zane had a long day of work so like settle down oh Max. my gosh oh my <laughs> gosh and like oh my <laughs> gosh i would have gotten there eventually oh you just like say it gosh. wrong and just stick with it i 
I at least tried to get the word. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting so, your people are self-deprecating, like, yourself. And then there's people, like, saying that need a little hand-holding to get there. And some people are willing to do that, and some aren't, like you, Max. Plus, I'm a little turned on Mountain Dew right now, okay? Oh, it happens. Boy. Yeah, he oh, learns that Mountain Dew was invented to be mixed with whiskey, and all of a sudden he's drinking it like it is whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little Malibu in there, and we got a Infinity Mike. Bros after dark. <laughs> I'll have a whiskey extra mixer. Hold the whiskey. All right. Um. Can I get a glass of ice? No ice. <laughs> but no, like I like it. Like I'm not having super high expectations on it. But from what I saw, it looks like okay. Like I'll go watch it. It you know I'm not expecting some award winning production here, but I'm expecting to see some cool cool scenes like the monster design looks fantastic yeah so i agree with that like that's that's what you go see those movies for you're not out here looking for you know award-winning acting and plot lines you're looking for people to go fight monsters with swords and bow and arrow like that's what you're looking for here the synopsis reads when lieutenant artemis and her loyal soldiers are transported to a new world they engage in a desperate battle for survival against enormous enemies with incredible powers uh, it's based on the video game by Capcom. Uh, Mia Jovovich is in it. Tony Ja, T.I. Yes. Me- Megan Good, Diego Benetta, Josh Hellman, Jin Yao Young, uh, jo- Ron Perlman. I pray to God I don't miss some of these <laughs> names. Though. This is like a smorgasbord of names, too. My gosh. It's like every... We're, we're... You can't pronounce names, but you can pronounce smorgasbord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah in the next movie we have a uh, tony smorgasbord here but uh ron ron peelman is here so when uh, i when i coach my ninth graders i try to have a little bit of a deeper vocabulary to teach them some words so i said smorgasbord a couple weeks ago and one kid looked at me and said are you speaking english <laughs> i said no i'm actually not no on the contrary uh, Yannick Schulman plays Aiden. Hirona Yamazaki plays Handler. Nick Rizenti plays Sergeant Rourke. Nanda Costa plays We Don't Have a Name. And Aaron Bielner plays Polico. Mark, uh, you and I are both not Monster Hunter players unless you played. Or, am I wrong on that? Never played. No, we never. I never played either. Uh, what is your rating of this game? Of this movie? Excuse movie. me. Movie. Um, I guess from this trailer, I'd give it a. Yeah, I would give it a four point seven five. Um. I just feel like with a monster movie, this kind of comes back to a discussion about movie theater movies. It's like this monster movie seems like a movie I'd want to see in the theater in the big screen. But like I got, I'm not the only one who probably thinks like this, but got burnt with Godzilla 2 where we get like a handful of Godzilla shots and barely any monster fighting and a bunch of just like human dilemma. Are you seriously going guns hot at King of the Monsters right now? How if you're going to give me a Godzilla work. movie, I better get an hour and you a half. You got a bunch of Godzilla. That final fight between Godzilla and King Ghidorah, what wasn't, is wrong with you? wasn't enough. I am, I am mad If I'm going now. to a $200 million CGI Godzilla movie, you better stuff Godzilla down my throat. I better leave with a stuffed Godzilla. Anyway, so yeah, I'm excited for this monster movie. <laughs> I hope there's tons of monsters. <laughs> I hope Zane, I haven't seen, I I haven't seen you look this bad since so the this past right weekend. Now. I am literally starting to sweat. The rage is boiling up inside of me. 
How dare you? This you had to. How dare you go at God's King of the Monsters like I'm that? I'm just telling you, I wanted more Godzilla. I'm sorry that I have an opinion. Hey, hey, remember when you showed up to my wedding on time and I had proper directions? <laughs> I want you to remember that so you don't feel as angry. Meet me in an apple orchard, okay? So super great story, okay? Pause real quick. We got to share this story so people know what's going on. You can't have a podcast with inside jokes. Um, So we had our buddy Joey's wedding this last week. And it's at this majestic apple orchard. You could not have envisioned a better fall day to have a wedding in. Unbelievable venue. Unbelievable venue. Unbelievable spot. And you drive up. And about a quarter of a mile out, you see this long line. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, there's just a lot of people for the wedding here. And then you get there and you realize there's only 60 people coming to the wedding. And this is the most attended apple orchard potentially in the state of Minnesota is what Sarah was telling me. Oh, yeah. I heard from one of the workers. They average between like six to 8,000 people a day. And Saturdays are their most busiest days. For sure there were 8,000 people there. For sure. And so it takes you just like 20 minutes just to park. And then the signage and the information we all had gotten previously led us to this wedding happening behind the barn. And it was not happening behind the barn. It was actually happening past the bakery. Um, and fortunately, me and Infinity Bro Isaac and my wife were able to sneak in and, and get on time to the wedding. But uh, obviously, Mark was in the wedding. But uh, Zane Flips did hair. not make it to the wedding on time. But he was able to – thank goodness he was able to make the reception. Thank you so much for coming to the reception and enjoying the free food, Zane. That was really kind of you to do You're that. You're bringing this anger back up inside of me. Let it, <laughs> let it swell inside <laughs> You're reminding me of this coupled with Mark's just hatred of King of the Monsters. I didn't say hatred. I just wanted more freaking monsters fighting each other. I, you hate You hate everything I love. Yeah. Why? I don't. Why, hey, Mark? I like Robert, so then there your statement's false. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Monster put, Hunter. Put baby in a corner a, and see what uh, Anyway, getting back to Monster Hunter, uh, I'm going to give it a three out of six because I don't care. And I'm only giving it three points because uh, T.I.'s in it. It was a great trailer. He was the best part of the trailer. I'm about to hunt this monster that is Mark's opinions. This, this movie is That's just fine. another popcorn monster movie. It doesn't look good at all. Three out of six. Okay. Ti's in it. Ti's in it. It's got, to- it's got Tony Jaa in it. Come on, ja, man. Tony Jaa. Um, I love Tony Jaa. Yeah, I uh, I am indifferent at the best of to this movie. So we'll just have to agree to disagree. Let's go to Hot or Snot, where we talk about the things <laughs> in pop culture that are relevant to us today. Uh, and we're gonna start with you, Zane. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. I mean, I got something for my snot now, and it's Mark hating King of the Monsters. If you have nothing, Zane, just move on. If you have nothing, Zane, just move on. Um, if you have nothing nice no, to just, say, then don't say nothing at all. <laughs> no, I got it. I, I can throw stuff out real quick. Uh, number one. <laughs> this is the top Elon, five. No, you better not. You better, <laughs> better are we doing a top five right now? Hold on. <laughs> if I do it in my top five, I'm Robbie. <laughs> I'm going to do my top five in the hotter snot. <laughs> Sorry. Who, who else are you going to roast tonight? Who roast Um... No, so Elon Musk came out and announced that the starting price no. for this long-range model <laughs> of Tesla's, the starting price is $69,000, or $69,420. And he lowered it to that number. And only, 
and only Elon Musk can do that. And I thought that was fantastic. How many people you you think just now just went like nice? Everyone. I hope everyone. I think I think a ton of people listening to the podcast went nice. I hope everyone because that news. I mean, <laughs> so it just, stupid. It makes me smile. Elon Musk is such a troll. He really is. Cracks me up. And is uh, that all you got, Zid? Yeah, I was literally just looking at this site. Okay, like, really all right, quick. fine. That's and okay. Like, That's okay, oh, That's fine. Uh, I'll go next. By L.A. So wait a second, just one more. By L.A., like seven miles outside of it. It's the second time in the past couple months. Apparently, airplanes have seen someone flying around on a jetpack. And I don't know who you are, but I hope this guy listens to that podcast. You mean our podcast. And I want to be your friend. Yeah, English is hard for Zane. Shut up. I'm really rattled right now about Mark's King of the Monsters take. So rattled you didn't prep a hotter snot. Not not happy, Bob. When we were prepping this show, we said we will do hotter snot. You couldn't just put together a list? You couldn't gobbledygook something? Did he also say that he'll pretend that he's preparing them? Yeah, he did. He He said three hours before. He's like, I need to pretend to prep. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for pretending. I'm going to go next. (laughs) I talked about this on um, the Nerd of God cast. I was able to swing on there a couple weeks ago. And it was like six of us. They're like, hey, what are you doing? And then I said it. And then like, okay, cool. We're going to go to the next guy. Like, I didn't get time to talk about it. So I'm going to do that now since Zane gave me so much extra time. Joker Killer Smile, uh, written by Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrento, and Jordi Belair. Um, Wow. What a graphic novel this was for DC. Uh, It came out. Let me pull it up here real quick. It came out like literally two months ago. Um, and I got to catch this one. It might even been like five, six weeks ago. This one is an absolute six out of six comic book. I loved this. If you're a Vikings fan, um, and if you're sorry, did I say Vikings fan? Yes, you did. What on earth? I am losing my marbles right now. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to be done until Isaac No episode this week. That's that's where I'm at right now. Wiping the whole episode. Or we just, hey, this is the Infinity Bros podcast. We aren't recording. We just told Isaac we were. Have a good night. <laughs> For this episode, we're just going to tell you to go watch King of the Monsters and not listen to Mark. If you're a Batman fan, this graphic novel is a must-purchase and must-read. It examines uh, the Joker from the perspective of a psychologist who is taking care of him. And you watch his descent into madness. It's haunting. It's chilling. It's perfect Joker. It comes from a third party. It's not just like that Batman and Joker. Like That feels like a constant um, trope that Batman does is those two will talk and they'll have these ethical things. And, and while that is a very great tension and philosophical conversation, I really enjoyed it from a third party perspective who's clearly losing his mind. Uh, this this is a great comic. I give it a six out of six. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You can catch it for twenty bucks on the on the DC app. I would highly recommend it. I also finally gotten to play the Avengers PS4 game. Zane, did you get this game yet? No. What are you doing? Um, waiting for my PS5. Well, I think you should get this game. This game was absolutely remarkable. Uh, I'm I'm working through it still, but I've loved it. Um, if I had more time in my life, I would be playing this game. I'll put it that way. I really, really like this game. I like the storytelling choices they're making. I like the the fighting styles. It's not too hard, but it's also not too easy on the flip side. 
Uh, whereas, like, you know, Kingdom Hearts, that's the joke on this show. Max really likes Kingdom Hearts because it's a button-mashing game. <laughs> that's not the case with Avengers. I really like this game. Um, I like how they kind of separate themselves a little bit from the MCU in regards to, like, how they're telling their story. I cannot wait for the Miss Marvel TV show. Um, I, I think uh, Kamala Khan is a is a standout in this game. And I think a lot of people are going to like her when her show finally pops up. So uh, I would hot those two things. And obviously, I'm going to hot the L.A. Lakers winning the world championship last week. Oh, boy. Love that. It was amazing. As a member of Laker Nation, I'm glad that we, we got it our 17th trip. We're tied with Boston now. Top tier. So they can't say that anymore. Right there. What'd you say? <laughs> I said good job. Yeah, it's, I'll hear it later. I'll be offended later. Um, so yeah, so I'm grateful that my team won and, uh, grateful they didn't let me down like every other team that I have in my life right now. So, uh, thank you Lakers. Thank you, LeBron. We really appreciate it. And, uh, I, I would have a snot, but, uh, Zane took them all up. So I'll pass it up to Mark. Um, I also have no snots either. Cause Zane took them all up as well. That's so weird. That's just how it works, man. Um, That's so weird. <clears throat> all right. I got, a, I got a few in the docket. I'll start with, uh, the Dexter revival that was announced earlier this week 10 episodes of the showtime series dexter if anyone remembers hopefully there are a few max do you ever watch dexter zane i watched three seasons of dexter um and that was like kind of all before i got married and let's just say after getting married that was a show i wasn't allowed to watch man i just want to know how you decide to watch anyways moving on Next, uh, <laughs> I was told I couldn't Next watch it because it was might. giving me nightmares. Do we want to go down so this that's, road again? So that's, that's the what why. it's based off of. Anything that potentially might give you nightmares, but no, it's like what literally gives me nightmares. Like I sleptwalk because of it. So you can get a few episodes in, and then if the nightmares happens and the sleepwalking, then you can't watch it anymore. <laughs> I sleptwalk after watching this show, so I was told I can't watch it anymore. Just have Sarah tie you to the bed. <laughs> solution edits right there so many edits in this show (laughs) just leave it in this is how it makes a good show anyways moving on we're how hard are we mailing this episode in well i got some hots i want i have not i i like i cannot think of an episode we have mailed in more in this series than Uh, this episode like isaac is totally trying to pull a quote right now for marketing and he can't (laughs) he's gonna have something all clever and then he's gonna listen to this episode, and he's like, "Wow!" He's like, "F those guys. We should have gone right. Sunday." <laughs> Can we re-record? <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mark. Uh, my my next hot is uh, for all mankind. The Apple Plus. Uh, yes, series. you've been talking about this show. Finished it finally. This one took me a little bit longer because I forgot that I still had a few more episodes left and came back to it, and it it did not disappoint with the last like two epi- or last three episodes. Um. I don't want to give anything away, but, like, kind of how they cliffhangered it, they kind of jumped, like, I want to say it was, like, eight years into the future, where, like, you know, it tells no, the whole... don't say anymore. Don't say no, anymore. No, no, I'm, I'm just giving the synopsis. Where, like, you know, it tells a story, for all mankind, of people don't know what it is, kind of tells the story of, like, you know, Russia makes it to the moon first, and how that kind of, like, implodes and changes, like, the American psyche, and then, like, the next thing, besides, you know, getting to the moon, now it's, like, making a base on the moon, and so, like, <clears throat> that's the whole thing, like, you know, both countries make bases, and, you know, how much more advanced and money's poured into it. So now that we have a, a base on the moon and the tell kind of, and then, you know, human life stories involved with that too. And then also social commentary as well. So, you know, it's a pretty good show. I, I would give it a six out of six still. So you're kind of the Apple residential expert on this show. A four ninety nine a month. 
Can't, can't. Are you are you at the point where you because you've watched enough to kind of say, hey, this is worth it. This isn't worth it. What do you for, what are you for saying? For four ninety nine a month, I think you could probably get through all all original Apple content in probably a month if you didn't have a job. Two months, three months, if you have a job, whatever. If you're just solely watching Apple Plus, but for that four ninety nine a month, it's worth it. So like you know they're they're building their their streaming service a little bit slower. And we don't have the big hitters like, you know, Disney does. So it's like, I think they're do- they're doing a pretty good job. So I think we're going to get top tier television from right. Apple. And I think that's going to be like their niche is like, hey, we're going to, we're not half-assing anything. We're giving you top stuff and get top actors right. to play this stuff and top stories and top writers and top directors. That's that's really weird. That sounds rather innovative from a company that really lacks innovation. It's weird. It's ironic. It's funny. But, you know... <laughs> These are these are television stories, not uh, a, a device. We make a joke about it, but it is really interesting that they're absolutely killing the television game, but they're not killing the the phone game. Hey, change is scary, and I like my same iPhone 18 to be the same as my iPhone 4 was. So it's all right. No, I feel you. I, I'm not. I'm not necessarily dogging it. I just. I. I do agree with Zane. It. It is weird. All right. So my next uh, series I've been watching is the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I'm on season three. And I think perfect Halloween type show for right now. Like, you know, leading October, you know, people like to watch scary stuff or, you know, chilling adventures of a story. That's a little too spooky. Probably would bring out those nightmares. too spooky for Max. Probably. But, you know, if you only know of, you know, the old Sabrina the Teenage Witch or the cartoon or comic books, not, you're not going to get that in this series. It's very more demonic and satanic related stories and like really going all in on that stuff but still good love it tells a good story and there was i just watched an episode recently where like they tried to make like these you know people of the other side you know the you know jesus followers or whatever christians but they didn't call them that like kind of the bad guys because that's kind of the story they're making because they're going on killing these witches but it's like wait wait those should be the good guys in my in my mind right because like we don't we don't want this stuff but yeah, anyways it's a if you're struggling like some people like max probably not a good show for you to watch i'm struggling oh. what would i be struggling all right with? next my next hot <laughs> i watched the movie all right next topic <laughs> i watched the movie scream the other day and that i mean i think it still holds up it's a good one it's, scream is so dumb scream is but so that's what bad. makes it so good like that's they did that on purpose they made it both a thriller scary movie and like a satire on the scary right. movie industry. And I think that's what, like when you know that going in, that's what makes it good. And I love the mid nineties feel to it, which it was made in the mid nineties and it was supposed to be of the time where it's just like, there's no cell phones and you know, the, you know, the, <laughs> there's a scene where the guy has a cell phone immediately is like arrested because like, Oh, you have a mobile phone and people are calling from the house from outside the house, it must be you because you you were the one of three people that have a mobile phone in this community. But yeah, but it made me so much like, I liked it so much that I went and rented the other three um, movies. Cause now I want to watch them all because I need to consume it all. Um, but you know, they gave me enough thrilling and, enough of Ghostface, unlike Godzilla 2, that gives me, like, nothing of Godzilla. <laughs> All right. Also, it's called King of the Monsters. It's not called Godzilla Thank 2. Thank you, Zane. Thank it, you for your comments. God bless. 
Um, my and next <laughs> hot, my last hot of the evening is I, I watched The Hunt um, a few a few weeks ago. Have you watched it? Okay, you I know I've I've heard about this movie from um, I, I I listened to a podcast that spoiled it, but basically, and I'm you know, assuming I, you spoiled. I, 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 I think it up you to should you. spoil it. Can you spoil it? I don't want to spoil it because it, it's the, oh, the okay. ending to it is so good. Yeah, I and, know what happens at the end. And just but I the, wanted to hear your thoughts on it. So I, I thought maybe Zane could dude, join I, the conversation, but that's okay. Well, I, I I wanted to see it because it was supposed to be in theaters, like right around when right COVID as happened. COVID hit, and then right it got like pushed COVID back hit. because, and then there was like big controversy about it because you know it tells a story of like elite rich people like hunting, like people who have a different opinion. Yeah, and it's just it's fantastic, and like you know, and the end you find out the the person who was you know hunting them all didn't do the research on this one person and like just F's them all up. So I don't know. It's good. I would recommend. Yeah. It's a movie right up Zane's alley. Very pur- purge esque. Kinda. Well, no, which one is it where it was legit? Was that the second purge movie where that's the huge, like the, the vans were actually kidnapping people and then making them fight out in that air. Was that the second Purge movie? No, that is part of an arc in one of the Purge movies. In that Purge movie, did they give us enough of the Purge or just like 45 minutes of it and then a lot of social commentary? No, it was all all Purge, but the the end is that uh, The Hunt. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so I recommend The Hunt. I would give it a 6 out of 6. Was Brian Cranston in The Purge too? (laughs) Should we go to our top five? (laughs) You would get out. Let, let's go to the top. D. We're going in three. Infinity Bros. Two. Top five. One. List. Starts now. Every week we like to do a top five where we have a water cooler discussion about the things going on in our lives or in pop culture. This week we have our top five Halloween costumes we've worn. And I'm going to go first because it's a very short list. Well, it should only be five. I've only... Did you dress as Keanu Reeves four times and that's it? I have only... (laughs) Okay, Isaac. Bring it back. I have only dressed up for Halloween at Young Life Club or I dressed up as Jardine in college once. You've only dressed up twice in your whole twice. life. Yes. <laughs> so uh, number one would be uh, Spider-Man 2099. And number two would be um, my friend Jordan. So there you go. Do you have pictures of you as Spider-Man 2099? It's not good. Yeah, I do. But it's not good. Like, are we, are we saying <laughs> it's, it's like blue high... sweats? It's so my it's... Spider-Man 2020, 2099. <laughs> On a budget? That I have. It likes it's very low budget. Like okay. it, it would be, it, it was so bad. Oh, I take that back. We dressed up last year. I was cookies and Sarah's Cookie Monster. So that's one. I, right. I dressed up as 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 a brown shirt with cookies on it. That's fair. That's good. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Sarah's dressed me up the last three years. So here we go. Just take <laughs> a little digging at IBU. Just you you poke the it bear does. enough, here we go. and then all Mario of a sudden, and Luigi. So I played Luigi. Cookies, Spider-Man 2099, and uh, Jardine. So four. 
that's about all I got. Okay, well, that's that's good. That's a pat on the back worthy list, Max. Yeah, because Steve and Rayanne, my parents, would not let us trick or treat. Because of the dead or? Same. Yeah, because I don't know, <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I don't know. Because it's hard to trick or treat. Okay, on a now, I, now i gotta, now I got to unpack this because you just said Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So that's the reason why you couldn't go out, but yet in the chat earlier today you said, oh, I'm an OG Sabrina fan. So I'm confused how you're able to. Oh, I was allowed to watch it. At your, I was taking a shot at your joke. I was not taking a shot at Sabrina. Oh, I'm sorry that my opinion's a joke to you. But go on. It is. Your it, oh, oh I, it you is. don't need it's to worry about that. I do think that. You and your Godzilla two yeah. take. It's a joke to me. King of monsters say not Godzilla two. Yeah, well I'm so. mocking. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I just hope that your joke shows up for more than 45 minutes of the movie and doesn't have too much social commentary. That's what I hope. <laughs> oh, man. This is so much fun. I love you guys. This top five sucks. All right, dude, I thought I have it. a good top five. <laughs> you might have the only top five. Zane, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even have a top five because, well, no, I, I, like, I'm sitting here legitimately trying to remember and there's only, yeah, like three costumes that I can actually remember from my childhood wearing because I was maybe like seven or eight. Because like when I was really young, like we didn't go to church, like my family wasn't Christians. And then like they got saved as I was a kid. Well, as soon as I got that, young Christians are like, okay, no more trick-or-treating because that's of the devil. Apparently we can have a trunk-or-treat in, in, this, in the it's church parking trunk lot. Or tr- it, yep, and dress it's trunk up or treat yep. or the the fall family festival. Oh my gosh, it's so <laughs> stupid. So and How I, dumb I had to is break that? this down because coming from a community that's more, you know, Lutheran, Presbyterian, you Catholic, guys, you guys drink like why, IPAs? We get no, it. No, no, I, I, no, I, I, I want to actually have a serious conversation. Like, what denomination oh, okay, is like anti Halloween and like Harry Potter and that stuff? Like, I'm just confused on that. Like, I, I didn't grow up in that line going to Crown. Maybe it should be an off-the-air chat. But, you know, let's let's leave it on here just in case you guys have some good insight. We're mailing this episode in. Go well, I have, I have a good top five, and I want this darn in the no, podcast. No, no, no. Here's, 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 what, here's what maybe, and Zane, fill in for me and what I'm going to say. Because maybe you have a perspective that's different. I think our parents, for lack of a better word, were caught up in the wrong things. And for whatever reason, they viewed dressing up as celebrating a demonic holiday, air quotes, where there are things with even Christmas where it's like there's some paganism rituals, air quotes. I wouldn't call putting up a tree a ritual, but some people would years ago. So for whatever reason, my parents were not about that. And so dressing up just never happened for me. So that's why my kid is going to get to go out and do all that stuff. Because I'm like, that's, that's that's a community thing. I don't think it's really a demonic thing. I'll add, for at least for my perspective on it from growing up, I mean, that was part of it. And then just the whole, like, hey, we're going to distance that. But also because where I grew up, like, I grew up way out in the sticks. Like, we didn't have neighbors. So for me to go trick-or-treating, it was mom and dad have to get in the car and then drive a mile to someone's house. Okay, get back up. Drive down their library drive to the next one and it's like well that it defeats the purpose because if we wanted to go to a town we'd have to drive half hour away to trick-or-treat in town and mom's like i I don't know enough people to trust to do that so that's why it was just kind of became a thing of like ah this is dumb we'll just buy you candy like it it was just easier and if my parents had to do it i mean lord forbid that i engage in the community and get free candy yep 
That would be crazy. So, you, so you're, what you're both saying is kind of it's more of a, a community thing versus an actual denomination thing. It could just like it it could follow any denomination. It just might be what the community consensus is in your like maybe circle of faith. I think my parents at the time. I don't think they are now. I think they've kind of grown out of it a little bit. But I think at the time they did look at it as a Christian thing. Okay. Right. And, and I vehemently vehemently oppose it. Now I'm like that's kind of one of the things. Now that I'm a parent, I'm like we're nipping that in the bud. We're not doing that. All right. Well, so, I'll give I'll right, give Mark, my now give us a real top five. A real top five. I had to dig in the well for this because I came and dressed up pretty much every year of my childhood and a few years of my adulthood. Um, so I'll go with my number five. This is an adult on a budget costume. I went as the Black Lantern and wore. Or even got like the Black Lantern ring, like a plastic version of it, and that's sweet. That was that was a fun that costume. Cool. That's why I have the Black Lantern like long sleeve shirt. If you've seen me in that, um, my number four. This would have been as a child. I don't know how young. And now I, I'm gonna have to go up to my mom's place and dig through some of these pictures to find these. Um, I went as the Gold Ranger. If you remember the original Gold Ranger, where he had like oh my gosh the black yes. outfit and like yes. the gold um plate. Who's the, who's the is Jason your OG Gold Ranger, or do you go with the Zeo, the trio guys that were before Jason? Um, I'd probably go. Or Jason. do you even remember that far back, dude? I, yeah, it's, it's like I remember Jason, so that's what would be my Black Ranger or my Gold Ranger. I mean, um, my number three, Darth Maul. I dre- I had I dressed up as Darth Maul, and I I were I, you that photo of me and Darth Maul used to be on the family fridge for years. Um. My number two, which is one of my favorites, I went as Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. And oh, that's exciting. I don't know if I've shown you guys that, but it's like, you know, I got like a good mask, got like the actual jacket, the boots, the pants, the vest, went all in, spent a few schmeckles. Did you go off. with Robbie? I did not. This would be back in like 2012. So like fresh off the release of the movie. Yeah. Does does Robbie have a Batman? Man, if Robbie has a Batman outfit, that would be a good combo we could go as. That would actually be pretty cool. All right, and then my number one was a homemade costume, and I think I would have been like six or four, and I I gotta find this one. Homemade costume. I had the dagger. I had the gold, you know, chest plate. Green Ranger. I went as the Green Ranger. Homemade costume from a neighbor. Uh, Max would lose his mind if he. I love it. Got a hold. I think it's still out there. It's like a costume could fit a, a child of substantial size. Oh. oh. So if Tim gets a little bit older and a little bit bigger, Max, you yourself could have a gold ranger. Or, I mean, a green ranger. I I would love it. So I'll have to get some pictures for that. Share it with the the whole group. And that's my top five. Maybe one year we should we should have a Infinity Bros Universe Halloween party, and we all dress up. Zane will come as uh, multiverse Zane. Zane's well, mom's gonna is... have to drive him to every place. <laughs> well, no, part of it is like I never got into because the the smell of Halloween costumes it, it it's like the hospital smell for me. It makes me nauseous. Well, how about you? I, I can't. Your own costumes can't. Eh, that's a lot of work. Yeah, true. Or just borrow one of Robbie's suit or Robert's suits. 
outfits. Oh, you know, do you think he's not Robbie Robert inside stuff? Oh, I know, okay. I know what you're saying. I just, I just don't know if I could find a clean one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet that'd be tough. <laughs> all right i'm done i'm done well this has been a great episode if this is your first episode uh i strongly recommend turning it off and going and listening yeah trying a different one uh but uh zane this was a lot of fun uh uh, if isaac doesn't pull the plug on it after this uh thank you for your service today i'm happy to be here i mean it was a little rocky in the middle wasn't super happy with some of what mark was saying but, you know, I still love Mark anyways. You're entitled to your wrong opinions, you, and that's okay. Yeah, I, I think we all tolerate Mark in a lot of ways. <laughs> so, I'm just glad for this hour and a half podcast, he showed up for 45 minutes of it, and then we had social commentary the other, like, <laughs> 45. So, that was good. I'm glad we got a bit out of this. Oh, we got a new bit. It's a great bit. Mark, uh, thank you for coming on today, and uh, I really appreciated your top five on thank you uh, costumes because we desperately needed it. Zane and I were not bringing it with that. If I, if I would, if, I'm surprised none of you said anything in the group chat because we had a few other top fives we could have done, but it's all good. We, we'll save it, but I actually like that we got that out there. <laughs> like, it, it, oh, it's, it's kind of fun. It's, we subconsciously bought into the mailing in of this episode. All three of us did, so yeah. So we were just like, eh, Well, now I feel like we're right. we're some of us in. prepared really good with topics. Some of us were really in the talk. Some people got mad because of an opinion one person made. Um, <laughs> but, you know, then we had 45 <laughs> minutes talking about opinion. that and 45 minutes on shows of commentary. The best part is, I, I think it was Zayn was like, yeah, we're only going to be like an hour and a half, right? I mean, we're only going to be like 10, <laughs> like an hour, right? I was like, I'm looking at, we're an hour 30. Yeah, right. I knew it. Freaking knew oh, it, man. Oh, I freaking knew I do, it. I do have. Yeah, you. And by the way, if you don't want to listen anymore, just turn the podcast. No, no, no. Off, don't, okay? don't we got listen your because we got a free oh. another giveaway. I'll uh, edit that out then. A spooky giveaway. We have a sense. spooky giveaway. So when this podcast drops, share it which ha- with hashtag Spooky Infinity Bros. Or something Here's like actually, that. Mark, I'm gonna Mark, I'm gonna change it up. Here's what All we're right, gonna you do. You change it up. You you. Scratch this. I'm gonna Max change it up because I got out. a better way to handle this. Here we go. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna go ahead and leave a review for our podcast on iTunes. Okay. Once you leave a review, doesn't matter what the review is, but we want you to DM us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter that you left a review. Take a picture of it after you put it on there. If you've already what done it, go back and take a picture of it, and it'll enter you to get in to this contest. We want to see what your if reviews. They don't want to leave a review on iTunes. What? What if they don't want to leave a review on Then iTunes? they don't want the cool gift, Zane. What if they want to leave a review on Yelp? That's not going to work, Zane. We're not a food or, company. Or BuzzFeed. <laughs> or or BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. So I don't edit that part out then, clearly, because that bit came back. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll make sure to do that. Well, well, thank you, Infinity Bros Universe, wherever you're listening, however you're listened. Uh, thank you so much for making us part of your day. Uh, oh, Mark, you have one more thing? We got to announce or We'll announce the winner, so you have until... October 30th, and we'll announce winner on Halloween. You have till Halloween. You have till Halloween to get it done. Get it done after Halloween. Thank you, Infinity Bros Universe. Wherever you listened, however you listened, thanks for making us part of your day, week, or month. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, listen to us on Google Music, Amazon, Spotify, Buzzsprout. 
<laughs> Anywhere else? And uh, oh yeah, Podbean. You can listen to us on Podbean. And Podbean. And uh, we will uh, we will see you guys later. And as always, we love you three thousand. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>